To be epic, you have to master the matrix of fundamentals. Let's take a shortcut to the summit. Welcome to Launch Code with Jennifer Jones. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Launch Code Volume 7. I am so excited to welcome my guest tonight. Her name is Lynn Talley, but we'll get to her in just a second. You probably already know her. Most people already know her or know of her, but they never got to be on a live Zoom with her in the flesh. She is that special, you guys. I can't wait to welcome her. But like I said, my name is Jennifer Jones. Launch Code is my baby. I developed this earlier this year. For a very specific reason, I feel like a lot of times in network marketing or corporate coaching, leadership, people speak with these like ethereal, grandiose ideas, and no one really tells you how to do it. They're like, oh, just connect with more people. Just reach out more. Just put yourself out there. But like, what does that mean? Who am I supposed to talk to? And what do I say? And then when they say this, what do I say back? There's like no tactical leadership, I find, in network marketing. So I started Launch Code to interview the best and brightest, the fastest growing people in all different network marketing companies, not just my network marketing company, and uh, bring them on to tell you a little bit about their story, how they got to where they are, and where they are going. But they're going to tell you the nuts and the bolts, the where, the how, and the what. So I'm so excited to welcome Lynn Talley. We happen to work together at the same network marketing company. I was so excited and honored to meet somebody like her. You guys, I know nobody like this person. Nobody in my life have I ever met like Lynn Talley. So Lynn, tell us a little bit about you. Well, I feel like I have to say the same about you, JJ. (laughs) I've met nobody like you either. So I just feel so honored to be here and thank you so much for bringing me into this space. I love what you're doing and what you're sharing and you're, you're a brilliant, your brilliance needs to spread far and wide. So launch code is, is a space for that. And I'm so happy you launched it. Um, yeah, like I, um, I think you asked me a question. Tell me yeah, about so like, you. What's your background? Like, where do you live? Yeah. What do you like that stuff. Well, I actually currently live in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I've been here now for 20 20 years. I'm from South Carolina originally. When I was um, 16, I left home, though, and went to study ballet. I ended up uh, leaving um, or, or graduating from high school and then moving into a professional ballet career. I was with Boston Ballet for four years Then I decided to retire at the ripe old age of 21. Uh, I just wasn't happy. I, it was a lot, a lot of commitment, obviously. And then my body just hurt all the time at such a young age. So I decided to, to leave and I left with people thinking I was absolutely crazy. I was really fortunate to be born with a a gift to dance. And so people thought I was wasting it by not actually being a performer anymore. But I was young enough that I felt like, well, if I miss it, then I can go back to it. And I went to college and here I am 43 and didn't go back. (laughs) So, 
And, well, and um, you started your own company along the way. Is it because you were wanting to explore things outside of ballet or was it along with it? How did that happen? Well, I feel like, you know, having had early on such a unique career, when I was going through college and thinking about what am I going to do with myself, I really couldn't fathom having a quote unquote normal job. Like the idea of being at a desk or doing a nine to five, I knew I had to have the creative freedom and the space to to move around in my day. So it was kind of a natural sort of let me start up my own business. I didn't know what that was going to look like until while I was in college, I went through a yoga teacher training and I was a certified teacher uh, and pretty quickly into teaching into local at the local studio level, I decided, you know, I feel like this, I, I feel like yoga has a place in corporate, in the corporate world. And so I decided to launch a business where I took yoga to businesses and I would show up in the middle of the day and help people stretch and breathe and relax and get ready for the second half of their day. Ended up growing the business significantly to, I think we had like 15 local teachers teaching at one point. Then we grew into um, Tampa, uh, Florida. We had T-Mobile as a client. We had AutoZone as a client in Memphis. Um, some heavy hitters uh, in big corporations that brought brought us in. So it was kind of just a natural sort of following my heart, following what I knew that I, I use this word, but my my spirit, you know, didn't feel like it could could do the normal job. So I think it, I just created one. Um, have you seen the girl that ripped off your ID on Shark Tank? No. <laughs> Somebody did. Really? So I just saw it. I'm going to find the episode for you. This is what someone went on Shark Tank, and this was exactly what she was doing. She didn't look exactly like you, but it was the same type of vibe. That's um, that's so funny, that but later. it's so great. I was wondering if you sold it to her, but evidently not. So <laughs> I did not sell it. I, you know, I just feel like that's like such a market that's so important. You know, people absolutely uh, in corporate world are in the grind and having that opportunity to to breathe and stretch is so so great. So I'm glad to hear somebody's doing it at that level. That's amazing. Not as good as you, but okay. <laughs> so, okay. So then a couple years ago, three, four years ago, maybe you, I don't know if you stumbled or if you dove head and head first to network marketing, but what did that look like? definitely a stumble. Okay. Was, yeah. I like jokingly say, I don't think anybody wake, like, like nobody comes into this world saying that they want to grow up and be a network marketer. Like I definitely said I wanted to grow up to be a professional ballet dancer. Like that was very real, but I never, <laughs> ever, ever dreamed. That's that so, I true, Lynn. That yeah. so true. <laughs> I never dreamed that I would be in this space, but, um, I had, many, many times over been invited to be a part of network marketing companies. I mean, being in the wellness space, there are so many companies that are um, offering products that are in the network marketing model. So I turned a lot of places down, not because of network marketing, but more of just the product. Like I wasn't interested and didn't care about it. I didn't have a passion for it. Uh, then my my business partner 
at the time I had a, another business that I had started after my corporate wellness business. And uh, my business partner with that company invited me to a scout and cellar wine tasting. She had already learned about it and synced up with the company. So I went to a tasting, definitely was able to enjoy the wine and the the mission of the company, the greater good of the company. It was like heart whole, like, yes, I could get behind this. I'd love to be a voice for them. So I definitely just stumbled into getting involved and syncing up with them. So then what? Because you did very well, very quickly. There's a lot of people, if you're in network marketing, we all know them. They sign up, they do nothing. They think it's going to be turnkey, easy. You know, they do a little bit and all of a sudden they're at the top of the company, which is where Lynn is. But I think there was a lot of hard work and heart that you put into it. So like, what did that look like? So you've signed up to be part of this wine company that aligns with who you are, but like, then what? Yeah. So I'd like to say that at the time that Scout and Seller came into my life, I was in a reevaluation in in a reevaluation place like i was letting myself be open to new things to come into my life and maybe even no longer doing the wellness work anymore but one thing i was very clear about was whatever i was going to step into next or take on i was going to have fun and it was going to be playful and i i'm sure this makes sense Coming from the professional ballet world, perfection is literally ingrained and emphasized and like beaten into you. And so I I took that and I brought it into building my first couple of businesses to the place that I burnt out and I, I had no desire to be in it anymore. And I was like, that's so devastating because it was something that I was really passionate about. But then all of a sudden I have no desire, like, no, like that. I don't want that again. So I reevaluated and decided the one thing, two things that I, I didn't bring to the table was fun and letting go of the seriousness that it it had to be so serious all the time. So I made a commitment to myself with Scout and Seller that I'm going to play in this playground and I'm going to let it be a playground. I'm going to let myself have fun. I'm going to let myself learn and, and try things on and not take myself so seriously. And I really feel like that energy off the jump and that that willingness to just have a good time in the process was what catapulted me in the company. And I, and I, I, there was a lot of, there was a commitment to, to being in the places where I needed to be. Like, I don't want people to hear it as I'm just having fun. And like, it's just fun. And it's like playful and easy. And like, no, like I showed up and I did the work but with the energy of pleasure and play and where I feel like that made a huge difference was the people that were in the space with me felt that and they wanted to be a part of that. And it was genuine. It wasn't performative. I wasn't pretending like I was having a good time. I was legitimately having a good time. 
So I would definitely say that that was a huge factor in my my experience. Lynn, I do, I take a lot of coaching. I listen to a lot of people talk about why they're successful in their companies and I have never heard it. I have goosebumps. I've never heard it explained like that. The one thing, which is the opposite of what you've done is commission breath. You know, people can sense desperation. They can sense, oh, this has to work. They can sense like the urgency. But what if it was whimsical? What if it was just really fun and rewarding and exciting and your creativity could just fly free? Yeah. That's really, really profound. And I think that's something that we don't talk about enough in any company, whether yeah. it's ours or other ones, just bringing back the fun factor. And if it is fun, then the work comes and all of that just kind of falls into place because who doesn't want to have fun? Absolutely. The, I remember a couple of mantras that kind of came to me Well, I'm remembering one and then the the other one's kind of foggy, but they're, they're coming to me as you're talking or, or reflecting that back to me. The one was desire over detail where it was just like the desire just to connect with people and not get caught up in, like, I didn't get caught up in when I joined Scout and Seller, I had no clue about the compensation plan. I knew nothing about wine, but I had the desire just to connect people to it. And then I knew that those details would come and I would figure it out and all that, but like, I didn't get bogged down by those. And the other thing too, expectations create limitations. And I feel like a lot of people set expectations on, okay, when I go and do this, then I'm going to get this. Well, what happens when you go and you do that and you don't get this and all of a sudden you're so bummed out and you feel like a failure and then you, okay, well, let's just full stop right there. Let's go back to, I'm showing up to this event and now I'm going to let my, my being open up to whoever, whatever shows up is exactly what's supposed to show up. And so many times it has transcended into places that I never would have, my expectations would never have created. This is why goal setting makes me nervous, Lynn. Totally. Like I'm all for the goal setting workshop. Every ML, goal setting, vision board. And I have never done a goal setting for my team personally. And a lot of it, I didn't know how to verbalize it, but it's what you just said. Because as much as we want to get somewhere, it's okay if we don't, but it feels like a failure. So I really go back and forth with that because I'm like, I don't want you to ever feel like a failure. You're not, you can't be first of all, but to yourself, if you, you know, yes. And I I know you're probably for goals and all that, but whatever you said, expectation creates limits. What did you just say? Yes. Expectation creates limitation. I'm actually not a goal setter person. I am more of someone who sets the feeling of like, how, how do I want it to feel? Like, what's the like energy that I want to feel in this experience? And then I open myself up to receiving that, whether it's in conversation with someone or someone who's like sharing like a link with me. And then I'm all, all of a sudden introduced with a group of people or an organization that I would never have known. It's like getting out of our way. I feel like sometimes goals just create barriers because we're then so focused on where we're trying to get to. But then like, there's this whole other, I almost did like a full spin. Maybe I can't do a full spin in my room. Go ahead. I'm here for it. 
you know what I mean? Like this, like this whole other world that's around us that we're like not even looking at. So I personally am not, I'm not like all into the goal setting stuff. This is a whole other thing I'm moving on, but I also find it can create like a monster mentality. That's where how I look at it, where it's like feast or famine, like, you know, like just running through the fields naked with just a loincloth on to get where you need to go. And that's not helping anybody. It's not helping anybody. Okay, Lynn, like my, my mind is blown. We got, I'll keep going. So as if you weren't busy enough, so you succeeded at the very top of Scout and Cellar, bravo, you're, you're sustaining it, which is not easy to do. It's one thing to get there. It's a whole nother thing to stay there, honey. And then you decide to start a new project or become part of a new project. So you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I am so, I'm just in awe that I'm even able to be a part of this project. So I, at the beginning of this year, like I, like the beginning when I, when Scout and Seller came into my life, the year Scout and Seller came into my life, I had just a pause of kind of like, kind of reevaluating, like what's going on? Am I, am I still synced up with what I desire? And if not, can I let some things shed and can I open myself up to some things out there? that uh, might resonate more. So I synced up with this company in August. I had been watching this company or this project for the last two years. So it wasn't something that was totally just like flew out of nowhere, but uh, all of it, Scout and Seller is very much in the sustainability conversation. It's a company that is about giving back to the farmers, like agricultural practices that are good for the earth and all that, which is what I'm really passionate about in that with that company. So this project is still within that that area. So it's about sustainability. It's called a New Earth Project. And if anybody on this call is interested in the the conversations around what we're doing as a solution when it comes to I don't even want to say climate change because that has been like very paralyzing for it has become political but but let's talk about pollution and like specifically plastic pollution is something that we really talk about at new earth project and ridding the world of single-use plastic ridding the oceans, lakes, and rivers of plastic pollution, and then also making sure that we're evolving packaging where we don't have to worry about that anymore. And I think everybody can kind of get behind when it comes to uh, pollution. Like nobody's sitting there saying, yeah, let's get more plastic in our oceans. And like, yeah, that's like such a good idea. Like nobody's saying that. So I think we can all collectively get around like this idea of, of, of clear cleaning all that. So the project is, um, is around that there's more to it, but my role is to be a voice for it. So I get to spread the message about what we're doing at a, at a new earth project. And it's just phenomenal. There's so many cool stuff and just like, brilliant people at the table, which is what I love. I love to sit at the table of other people who know way more than me, but are working on the solutions that are going to make a huge impact in the world. So I, I've known about this for a while, Lynn, but I just Googled it just to make sure it comes up. So if you guys are watching this live or replay, please look up a new earth project and see something that Lynn's got her hands real dirty or um, real sustainably whatever the word is in this. And I'm, I'm so happy for you, but oh my God, now you're doing something else, something more. 
I, I don't know how there's, there's enough time, enough time in the day for you, but you can help us get better and not only public speaking or presenting, but also networking, which is so scary. And it makes me, even me sweaty and nervous and anxious, but that's another, um, I don't think it's necessarily a passion project, but maybe it's just a skill of yours that you decide to share with the world or a gift. Tell us about that. We need to learn. Yeah. Thank you. So real quick, y'all, if you do go to a new earth project.com, do the .com because I think there's a .org and I think it's like some culty, like it looks like it's some like, so I'm not part of that. It's definitely a, a legit. Oh, I want to look at that one first. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. A new earth project.com. We got it. Yeah, yeah. My, my, um, my brother-in-law messaged me one day and he was like, Whoa, I thought you were into really something really out there. I was like, no, we're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was this year again in this like whole kind of reconsidering or, or looking at things in my life. And I kept getting this like ping in my mind that kept saying, you have a way to support and help people find their voices and feel confident in using it. And I kept being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know what this is, but it kept ping. I kept getting this ping. And whenever I get these pings, I have to listen. And I decided that this is kind of more of a, a passion, not a passion project. I don't really like that phrasing, but I feel like I have tuned into my own authentic voice and being able to use it and use it for things that really matter to me. And the only way we're going to be able to be successful in our businesses, whether it's our own startup or whether we're part of network marketing, is to feel that confident voice. And if we don't, then we're just going to shrink and be small. And it's going to be a, a really easy way for us not to get out there. And I believe so much in all of these businesses that are emerging in these years where change is needing to happen. We need to make some major shifts in how we're showing up and what we're doing. And I feel like I just want to help those who are wanting to, who have that passion, but have that nervousness and they want to get out and share it more to more people. It's the pings. So what I've heard you say throughout this whole entire 23 minutes is that you're open and you listen and things just fall and not necessarily fall because I think new earth was kind of a mutual thing. Like you've been, but doors open to those that are willing to like embrace new things, try new things and not just stay in their box. So I think especially we have some friends in corporate who just think that's the way that it is. And that's the, that's the best job in the world. And this is what I'm doing. And I'm very happy and I'm lucky to have this job because there's a whole bunch of gaslighting going on for them that they should be so lucky to have these jobs, right? So I'm always like, but just open yourself up to something more. Think about what you're passionate, what you care about, what you're good at, which one of these things for you is communication and authenticity and communicating transparently. So you have a whole other thing going on with that, but you have like some tools and tricks and thoughts that you can help us with, right? Even just tonight in terms of communicating. Absolutely. I have created, funny enough, um, you know, I had this ping and I was like, I followed it and I kept being like, well, I don't really know. I, I've I've done, uh, you know, 
coaching and facilitating. And I've done things that in the past, I, you know, it took so much just to create and put out into the world. And I was like, I'm, I'm not doing that again. Like, like whatever this is that I'm supposed to share, it's going to have to be really easy. And I kept feeling like I kept just asking the question, like, what's the best way to, to share this? And I wasn't well in October. We had come back from a trip. I, I was um, kept like just resting. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Sorry if anybody doesn't like that word, but I'm like, fuck it. I am going to grab my phone. And I just started recording things that I feel like are important just to hear. And my story, y'all, I... I know many people will think, oh, well, she's a professional ballet dancer. It's so easy for her to uh-huh. Y'all, I, I, my mouth was closed when I performed on stage. I never had to open my mouth. I never had to actually verbalize anything. So my journey to be able to feel confident in using my voice has taken time and it's a skill I've developed. And that's the thing that I really want to help people to understand that People don't just pop out into this world and they're really good public speakers. Maybe JJ. JJ's like an exception. Like you're just so good and you're so poppy and you got it. But it's a skill to develop. And I believe wholeheartedly that it is the most important skill because when you have the opportunity to speak confidently about what you're doing, you can talk at to anyone, any size room, at any time, it's not holding you back. But I think it's something that people keep from trying to learn or develop because they think they're not natural. I hear that a lot. I'm not a natural speaker. Well, you don't need to be a natural speaker. Like it's in there. So I created this like quick, it's 25 minutes, four videos where I just drop in some tips and anybody can have access to it. I feel like something in it will probably resonate in it in there for you, something will probably draw it out in you. And I'm, I would love to hear like a question or, or something. Cause I feel like I'm rambling right now. No, no, I'm letting you ramble because I feel like Lynn, we're very different and I've known you and I've had many dinners with you in Pia and Mexico and I'm letting you go because I understand, like, I want your mind to kind of like unload, unlike me where I'm just like, <laughs> like more of an aggressive, like I want it to come out. So no, I mean, I'll ask you a question in terms of like so many times in network marketing, it's just a, it's the the first platform to a million other platforms. Yes. It teaches you so much about dealing with thousands of people (laughs) that you never thought you'd work with about sales, marketing, presentation skills, you know? And so what I'm really hearing from you, Lynn, because a lot of us want to be, first of all, better at public speaking, communicating. So we're going to go and follow your program for sure. But second of all, we all think in order to do the thing, we need to have all this army of people in line and we need to have this person and we need to have a VA and we need to have a business manager and we need yeah. to have all of this stuff. And here she is starting, I mean, is it safe to say your third, fourth, fifth business <laughs> Yeah. with your bare hands and an iPhone, right? Or do you, are you assuming you're Apple? I don't know. Yeah. Still yeah. nothing. And so, you know, you guys, if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, yes, I could be a better public speaker or a better communicator. And I actually have ideas, but I just don't know how to do it, which I raise my hand, right? It's like, just do something. Even if you're laying on the couch after a trip to, wasn't it New Orleans, Lynn? Where'd you go? Yes, New Orleans. 
<laughs> yes. New Orleans. You know, just do something. So tell us your program, it's four videos or whatever. You said it's free to join, right? Like how yeah, can it's, we find it? You literally, it's, it's, it's funny. I came up with a fun, fun little name for my, like this side side thing that I'm sharing. It's plumtune.com. We'll drop it into the, the chat. Um, plumtune.com. You go there, just drop in your email. You'll get access immediately to the videos. But I will say, if you don't go to that space and grab those videos, I invite you to own where you are in your experience in your business. Be as authentic as you possibly can. That was one of the biggest things for me with starting at Scout and Seller. I didn't give myself permission in my other businesses to do that. I felt like I had to posture myself up and I had to be all put together and I had to like know all the things. With Scout and Seller, I was like, here I am and I'm going to let you know, I don't know everything. I'm learning as I go. And I, I said those things. It wasn't just me thinking it in my mind. It was me sharing with my audience. Y'all, I have no idea what this, how to pronounce this wine. I, I, anybody else know, like you would think that sitting in the role of I'm a scout and seller rep, I should know how to say this wine. No, I just was like, I don't know how to say this. Anybody like using your words, to express your, who you are is so powerful. So if I can give one tip on, on being a better public speaker, it's letting yourself be truly who you are through your words. Oh, you're muted. I was muted. I was like, that's so good. And the other thing that I think is so amazing is how Lynn said, you look at me and you think it's easy. You know, I was a ballet dancer. I've opened multiple businesses. I mean, she's got a very storied professional history, right? But it is never easy. And those are the lies that we tell ourselves. Like, we don't know what Lynn has dealt with in her past. She didn't have to talk when she was on stage. You know, like, I find that, you know, someone put in the chat, Lynn, you should look, you're getting a lot of love and accolades about how profound your message is. But we, it's so easy to say, it's easy for Lynn. It's easy for Courtney. It's easy for Pia. And the reality is, it's, it's just a facade. That's a lie that we tell ourselves. It is. But, yeah. But at it the is. same time, there's people like Lynn who are like, you know what? Let me meet you where you are. I didn't think I was this person. You know, I wasn't brought up and taking dance lessons for a hundred. Well, now, you know, however many years to become this now speaking person um, and connector but you can become different people through different phases of your life, just drawing on your own, your own experience. And it's not as complicated as we make it out to be, right? I mean, multiple business owner over here, I'm not that person, but I'm looking at you and you're nodding. I'm like, we make it so hard on ourselves, right? So hard. Uh, mm -hmm. and I feel like if I can help anyone to reclaim their wholeness, in their journey right now of being a business owner, that to me would be, I know that's a big, that's a big thing, like your wholeness. And you're probably like, what does she even mean by that? It's like your wholeness as in, as in your authenticity. Like, again, like it's not about you being anything other than yourself in what you know right now, as you're growing and learning and just connecting with that, 
that part of you that is in self-doubt, but you can still speak to other people, even when you're like, Ooh, I'm kind of like, like right now I'm fumbling over my words. I'm like, what am I even trying to say? Y'all can I even like, like I'm speaking out loud to y'all right now of what my process is. But in the past I would feel like, Oh my God, I, Oh, okay. I'm just going to stop talking. Cause right now I'm probably not making any sense. Right. No, like let yourself be your whole yeah. self, even yeah. in all of it. And I didn't know that before. And the last thing I'll say, there's a story in the videos that I share that I think is pretty comical. Um, and I, I can't wait for some of y'all to, if you do watch it, to, to let me know if you what you thought of it. But like coming out of the dance career and then like realizing like, oh my gosh, I am so intimidated to speak. Uh, it catapulted me into wanting to develop the speaking skill. But the other thing that was really, I had a huge insecurity around y'all is not a good vocabulary. Felt like I didn't really know how to articulate what I was trying to say. And I like, I, it was almost like I was on my knees just begging to, to, have better ability. And like, now the feedback I get is like, oh my God, you're so articulate. Your vocabulary is so, I'm like, oh my God, like what happened? Like all of a sudden, like, right. But like, I didn't have it. I was so intimidated with my own voice and, and trying to share it with others. So that's just all to say, you have it in you. If you feel any intimidation around it, reach out, ask me questions. I'm here to share. I'm excited to, to share what I've learned and help help you just to get to that space where you feel excited to come on a call like this. And I had no idea what you were going to ask me. And I'm just I like, know, oh, I know, I know. That's the way we like it. Lynn. And again, like what your speaking stream of consciousness. And that's what I think is the most transparent, authentic way to talk, where it's not like, Okay, question 2B. What? So I have two more questions for you. And if you guys have questions for Lynn, um, go ahead and unmute in a minute um, and I will take your questions. But Lynn, you, there's haters, Lynn. There's negativity. There's people that roll their eyes. I know you feel it. I definitely feel it. And I'm not even saying strangers on Instagram or social media. I'm saying people in your life, like people that you care about. They're like, oh, here, Lynn, here she goes again. Some other thing. Like, how how do you deal with that? Because it can be really painful. Yeah, I actually talk about this in uh in the little four part video series. The the resting bitch face person that you like narrow in on it like yes! at the tasting or when I taught taught yoga it was always be like that one person who's like just looks like they're miserable and I'm like so focused on that person and like my inner dialogue is all about they're hating it and I'm not good and all of that sort of like you know I turn it back on myself right like I'm not teaching a good, good class and y'all know that sabotaging inner dialogue that we're all in and time and time again People would walk up to me at the end of class who were those people and they'd be like, God, that was such a good class. And I'm like, whoa, you know, like, so my, my first thing is don't get sucked into like the, the person that looks like they're, they're not having a good time because probably they're processing, they're thinking about it. They're considering what you're saying, which is a good thing. That's actually really good. And then the other thing too, is there's like a whole room around you of people that are probably really loving what you're offering and what you're sharing. And so make sure that you give them 
in your mind, love and attention to, because like your mind is an audience as well. Your mind is part of the experience alongside the actual people that are there. So those, those, that's for sure. And then, you know, my husband jokes around about, oh God, there's a talking head again on social media. And I like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't come on live and, you know, I'll be another talking head and I don't want that. And then I'm like, no, I mean, Sure, we're not going to resonate with everybody, nor should we try. That's like such an unrealistic expectation again. But every time you put yourself out and you allow yourself to share something that you're genuinely passionate about, if you are forcing it because you feel like you have to put it out there, that's a totally different energy exchange that's happening. But if you're super genuine and excited about it, Put it out there because somebody is waiting for it and you don't even know who it is, but don't let those like people bog you down just because they're not the right audience. Shay, don't follow me anymore. Like, bye. Like, it's not, it's not for you. It's, it's not for you. And I'm going to give you guys a piece of advice you didn't ask for. If you ever host Zooms for a team or a group or whatever, I never, ever, ever look at gallery view. I feel like it's a form of self-sabotage. I so I Lynn, I don't even look at you right now because I don't have you pinned where my I'm just staring at a camera and you're here. So if I'm looking at you, I'm looking down. But I've been on so many Zooms where people are falling asleep, going to the bathroom half naked while I'm talking. And it's such a freaking confidence killer. So like I don't care what people are doing in the gallery. I'll never know. Like Megan, Megan always scans gallery because that's yeah. like her type, you know, that's no surprise. And I'm like, I would never do that. So if that's just one little thing, just stay in your zone, stay in your lane, focus on what matters and let all of them watch Oprah, do what they want to do. You know, it has nothing to do. Yes, it doesn't. Right? It really doesn't. I love like, that. How do we find you? You said you would put in chat how we find your course. So go yeah. do that. Anyone? Um, I see Andy, Brian, I see a bunch of people, but does anyone have a question for Lynn before she tells us how to find her? Uh, yeah, oh, there it is. Plumtune.com. Okay. And I would follow me on Instagram. Like I, it's just my name at Lynn Tally. Um, I really am very, it's, I'm very open on that page about my life and what I'm doing and the things I'm a part of. Um, this Plumtune side project is definitely something on the side. You won't find it there right now, but um, you all have access to the link. So that's the direct direct way to get to all of it. And tactically, you just went and bought a .com. Like, right? Like, or how did that work? Yeah, you know, when I got that ping, I um, was leaning into it. And then I got the idea of just having a name for it. And I just love name. I'm like weird. Like, I don't know, something that I just love naming things. And I came up with Plum Tune. I just thought it was a fun, a f had a fun ring to it. And I have no idea what will come from, from here, but I'm excited to explore, uh, explore it. And I think part of that includes interaction and, and what people, how people engage people going and, and going through the four-part series and reaching out and asking questions. And that's one way that I know I can, I can support and help by hearing from you all what you took away and then what questions or what are you working through? What challenges are you going through that I can, can help you kind of work through? Cause you've worked through them. Otherwise you wouldn't be good at them. You know, yeah. right? 
For sure. I mean, I definitely feel like it's layered. You know, I'm I'm with this new project and I am playing at a different, not a different level as far as like, you know, this is better than this, but like in a new playground. And there are aspects of it that I have haven't really faced. And so I'm leaning into another, another um part of of speaking. And I so I have gotten really far and now I'm looking forward to learning more. So what I know now, I feel like is enough to be able to help others. And I look forward to continuing to, to learn so I can share more later. And that's as simple as it is. Like she's one step, two steps ahead of us. She's not this, you know, Tony Robbins, which I don't really like Tony Robbins. That's another conversation for another day. Maybe Brene but, Brown. I don't know. That would, yeah. yeah, like, like, yeah. But it just, but like, she's just two steps ahead of us guys. Like, so it's not like you have to be this master of all things to teach others. Like I always say, it's a hand out, a hand up, not a hand out. So she's giving us a hand up uh, to get better. So thank you, Lynn. And by the way, on Instagram, she's L-Y-N tally, not yeah. two, right? Just to be clear. Yeah. Okay, like, you guys, this is going to live forever. Thank you, Lynn. This is so fun. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to smash a defibrillator onto your business. If you aren't exactly where you want to be in your direct selling company, something needs to drastically change. If you've been consistent and still haven't crushed top rank, I want to burn the entire metropolis you've created and build it back differently. Join me at igniteandlaunch.com. If any of this is resonating with you, Make sure you join us over at Ignite and Launch Society. Want to get to know me better? I'm Jennifer Schultz-Jones across all social media channels and, of course, my favorite, LinkedIn. Want more information on anything we talked about today? Click the link in the show notes. If this brought you any value, please rate and review on Apple or Spotify. See you next time.